Welcome to the I Am Somebody podcast. This is a collaborative project between Focus Recovering Wellness Community, NAMI Hancock County, LGBTQ Plus Spectrum of Finley, and other volunteers. In this podcast, we hear recovery stories from people who suffer from mental health conditions, substance use, and trauma. We also hear from service providers, family members, and other community supporters of recovery. The subject matter of this podcast may be difficult for some listeners. The views and opinions expressed on the I and Somebody podcast are those of individuals being recorded and do not necessarily reflect the official policies or positions of the partnering agencies. Stick around after the podcast for information on local and national resources for mental health, substance use, and trauma services. I am somebody. 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 Hi, everyone, and welcome to the I Am Somebody podcast. I'm Amanda, and today I'm here with my lovely co-host, Brooke. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Amanda. And we are very excited today because we have with us Carla Benjamin, who is the executive director of Welcome to a New Life here in Hancock County. Carla, how are you? I am great, and thank you, Amanda, as well as Brooke. I'm so excited to be asked to be part of this podcast, um, just to share a little bit more about Welcome to a New Life and what we do in our community. Can you tell us a little bit more about Welcome to a New Life? Absolutely. So we are actually a newer nonprofit here in um, Hancock County. And so what we do is we, we work, it's a mentoring program. So we work with um, individuals that are part of the Hancock County criminal justice system, um, connecting them with wonderful mentors in our community. Um, that way they could help them in this new life journey that they're on. Um, sometimes when they are really wanting to change their life, it is very lonely. Um, it's a, a life of change and a life of new. And so to be able to have some wonderful mentors that come alongside and say, you know what, I want to be your friend in this journey. I want to help and support you, give you encouragement. Um, that's what our program is about. It's about the mentorship as well as then connecting them to resources within our community um, so that that way they could live a crime-free, drug-free, productive life. Thank you. Um, how does someone become a mentee? Um, someone, we get lots of referrals. So referrals come to us from pro either probation. Um, we've gotten some, we get pro um, referrals from the public defender's office. We get them from family and friends, people that reach out. Um, we have some individuals that are actually coming back into our community from either a treatment facility. They're coming back from being in prison or some type of other type of um lockdown facility that are coming back to our community and so they want to be engaged um, they've had a stint of sobriety and so they're saying you know what I'm done with this lifestyle I really want to change my life and I just need that help and support and so this is when we get individuals that really want to engage with us um, and then we we start meeting with them meet them for coffee um, lunch dinners, um, depending on what their availability is. And then so it's really all about relationship. Um, one key component is kinship, right? Making people feel as though they are seen, making people feel as they are heard. And so this is what our program is trying to do. Lots of people in their life um, are paid to be part of their life. Um, and this is one of the things that very unique with Welcome to New Life is that the mentors are volunteering their time and they're just gonna show them that they care. Um, where typically when they're seeing the probation officer, they're seeing someone from treatment, they're seeing their doctors or counselors, um, they're all people that are paid. And these individuals as mentors are saying, I may not have walked your life, I may not know what you've done, but what I do know is that people deserve second, third, maybe 
10th chance. Um, but when you're ready, we want to be there and be able to help and support you. That sounds like a really great program. Thank you. Well, I'm very proud. I'm very um, happy um, to be part of something like this, to give people hope and a chance. That is such a beautiful concept of describing how like that relationship component is really needed for someone when they're working on themselves and going through that journey. If someone was interested in becoming a mentor, how would they do that process to get in touch? Um, for people that are interested in being, becoming a mentor, we do have um, some criteria that needs to be done, but then we also do some trainings, um, not done by us, but actually we've reached out to several um, professionals that give that training to help them. Some of the things that you learn sometimes, though, is by um, life experience. Some of the things that we learn, um, even as mentors, is by just in that engagement. And so we try our best to have um, ways for our mentors to um, be able to talk to each other during this mentorship program. Um, we also then really work together with the mentors to help them as they're helping others. Um, we do require a background check. We do require drug testing for even for our mentors. Um, but really, it's about just getting some paperwork done um, and then kind of really working together with Kim, um, who is our mentee advocacy coordinator, to get them engaged with their mentorship. Okay, very cool. Yeah. All right. So if anyone out there has any interest, yeah, um, Carla absolutely. Benjamin, definitely the one to hit up for this. So I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> Way to plug her in. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I would love it. I mean, I would love that we would get to a point in life where we didn't need to have these type of services, right? I think we all um, kind of feel that way. But up until then, um, the, the more people, the better um, to show that they are. there's grace, there's hope, and um, people can do it. Okay, so I'm hearing you talk about like this program and great, but what kind of um, led you down this pathway to work for this nonprofit um, with helping individuals who've been justice involved? Absolutely. Um, this is probably one of the things that has drawn me to Welcome to Your Life um, and the things that I've done even before Welcome to Your Life. Um, I am result of someone that was given a second chance, and it was my dad. And so I am very passionate about um, what Welcome to New Life does, what Focus does, what other treatment people do, um, because I've seen it. I've seen people that can recover. Um, my dad was a migrant worker with a sixth grade education and comes from a big family. And um, he got into that lifestyle of drugs, um, sold drugs, did drugs. Um, just wasn't a very good person to my mom either. And, you know, I, I'm so thankful that my mom stuck out um, all the time that she had with my dad in this time of his life where he was just lost. And um, <clears throat> with, with my parents, my dad got to a point where he started shooting up heroin and um, just was just not going anywhere. And, I mean, he was actually working at, at this point in time, he was no longer working in the migrant camp, but yet he was now working in General Motors and Defiance and um, was still doing his thing. And it got to a point where then he just got desperate and was tired and said, I need to do something different for my life and my family. And at the age of 27, he changed his life. Everyone has their road to recovery. Everybody finds their way. And with my dad, it was his faith. And so when that happened, he had a wonderful pastor that just came on him and loved on him, showed him how to be a father, showed him how to be a, um, a husband, and just gave him the, that advice and that support. 
And within time, um, my parents became evangelists. And so I remember growing up, and if you've ever seen the movie Selena, we were like that little Mexican band that would go around and we would sing in migrant camps. And um, my dad played the accordion. He was a very talented musician. And their heart and soul was to help and reach out to the prostitutes, the drug addicts, the unwanted, the unloved. And so I grew up with that. It was a legacy that my parents had left us. And so being a, being with this, and then when Welcome to Your Life was hiring, I was like, hmm, this seems really interesting. And it <laughs> seems like, okay, if this is meant for me. And so I am blessed to be able to share that. I'm blessed to be able to share um, that experience um, that not only did I see as a child, um, but also now I'm seeing as other people are now changing their lives as well. Wow, that is so cool. Like that story and journey. Like, thank you for sharing that first off. Absolutely. Thank Thank you. you. Yes, it's very inspirational to hear. And I give your father the biggest props in making those really difficult changes that he did himself. Right. And even, I mean, people say, well, gosh, it's still, you know, it's so hard. Well, he did it at 27. Mm -hmm. It's like sometimes the prime in people's lives, right? And, you know, was it easy? No. And I think even up to the day that my dad passed, he would always say, you have to fight every day. To stay in your sobriety he was always it was always one of those things it was always a choice right we always have a choice in life and the things that we do i even raise my kids that way and say every choice has a consequence what consequence do you want to have and so that's really you know um somehow um that i keep on pushing not only with my own family but then also i push that with the people that we work with yeah i can definitely see how that does impact you because hearing you speak right now everyone doesn't get to see the passion that I'm seeing but I definitely <laughs> hear it in your voice so. thank you yes so speaking of like you've talked about results driven um and how you like to see that and you've personally experienced um what it looks like when someone really puts their best effort forward and tries that when they have a goal in mind um what impact have you seen the program have on people working on their own recovery I think one of the biggest impacts that I've seen has been um, families reunited. Um, It's very, very sad when many times that we're going to the jail that they they haven't seen anybody come visit them. Um, When we we go to the courtroom and um, we're the only ones there. There's no family, there's no friends. And then when eventually these, these individuals that are actually changing their life they are proving themselves really to people that they've burnt many bridges with. And so to then to see and to hear um, stories of, hey, I got to spend time with my brother. You know, I haven't been able to do that by myself for so long. Or, hey, I'm gonna get married, I'm having a wedding. Um, Or when we're going now to courts where they're, you know, women are trying to get their kids back and they're getting their kids, Um, that to me, is so fulfilling and it just makes me um it makes me want to cry i cry a lot i'm a cry baby um because it's so um important to me it's so important to me to see that that i guess the other big impact that i see is that when people are recovering and they are really wanting to change their life and are really changing it's those people then that want to go back and do it for others um, we have five people in our program that are now working in some type of recovery themselves whether it you know, a uh, treatment place or at the hospital, giving back um, in that capacity. Um, I think that's one of the biggest things that I see is that when you are truly there 
in your life. You don't want to hold it in for yourself. You want to share that. You want to share it with others because of the gift that you've been given. And that's kind of how I share when I'm at the jails. I'm like, you know what, this is a gift. Not everyone that's here is going to get this gift. And what are you going to do with it? And so it's awesome when you see that reciprocated back, right? So not only are you helping these individuals break the cycle with their families, but then now not only are they doing that, but they're giving back to our community as well. You may say cry, baby, but I'm just going to say very passionate. And that's, <laughs> <laughs> I think that is so great. I, cry, I, you know, I cry, I get, I get chills every time I start saying certain things. It's just like, oh, I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, you get to see all these really great experiences kind of mm-hmm. happy and folding. And so is there any specific moment that you can call has been kind of like really been one of those great experiences in your mindsets that you've experienced in your role? I think one of my biggest has been um, one of my mentees that I would personally wouldn't working with. And um, not only was she working on her recovery, but she was also fighting cancer. And to be able to say that she's now two years in sobriety, she oh. is on 11 months um, in remission with her cancer wow. and still working hard and still that positive person that I'm seeing, you know, trying to inspire others. I think that's my that's my aha moment. Um, that's really one of those that keeping me inspired um, to keep on doing what I'm doing and to see her family reconnection where she had lost that family connection with her siblings and her mother and to see that that's been reunited. That's, that's amazing. I love that you said like the aha moments because mm-hmm. we all can kind of like picture what is very changing for us in our lives. And that's really neat. That was one of yours. Yes. Oh, wow. So, on this podcast, we really kind of look towards how we can help decrease stigma that exists around for individuals who experience um, trauma, um, have mental health or substance use disorder. Um, how do you feel Welcome to a New Life works towards decreasing that stigma that exists for people in the program? I think that once you get the label of being a felon, uh, once you get the label of being called a drug addict, once you get certain labels attached to you, I think it's really hard for you to feel as though you belong. And what we're trying to do is help these individuals by breaking some of those barriers, breaking the cycle, um, being able as Welcome to Life to be able to advocate um, and be the voice for some of the individuals when they're knocking on doors to be able to find somewhere to rent. Um, when we're knocking on doors to help people find employment, um, we're knocking on doors just for them to get some assistance that they probably never would have thought about before. Those are the, some of the things that we're trying to do um, in regards to helping some of those barriers because it's hard, it's difficult. And what we want to do is keep them encouraged. Um, we recently also received some grant dollars in order to be able to provide individuals with social engagement activities. It was really sad for me to hear someone say, I never thought I could come to a place like this. And it was that Marathon Center for the Performing Arts. And that broke my heart because everyone belongs and everyone should feel as though they could go to these different places. And so what we want to do is break those barriers. Um, We actually are doing uh, a program ourselves where we are going to different locations with 
our you know our location marker with the right in the middle of it says you belong and people can see you know you belong here and you belong here in our community and so it's been great to be able to have um, businesses as well as other nonprofits and other locations reach out to us and say hey we want to take a picture here and so um, because people do people in our community do belong um, we're all human we've all made mistakes some of us have gotten away with the mistakes that we've made in life. And so what we want to do is um, I always tell the people that when we first meet with them, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm hearing your story. I'm hearing what you've been through. But from, from here on out, we want to look at the future. We're not going to keep on looking back. We're going to keep on, we're going to look ahead and see, you know, what's that positive thing? What are the things that you want to do? What's the things that have inspired you? What are the things that maybe you thought you could do, but you never thought had never been encouraged to do it? And so that's kind of really what we're trying to do is looking forward and looking at more of the positive things in life um, and giving them that hope. So That's like beautifully well-spoken, Carla. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. But yes, I, I've personally seen the you belong that you're doing the work with in other agencies when you have that message being spread. So thank you for that. That's oh, absolutely. great. Absolutely. Well, you guys are doing a great job as well. I mean... Uh, to make people feel as though they are, everyone wants to feel like someone, right? And feel, you know, as though they belong. And when you don't feel that way, it, it's sad. And, or if you feel as though you're not seen or heard, um, why why continue to do what you're doing? Why Why try? And so that's really why we're trying to continue to advocate because I don't want people to give up. I don't want people to give up how hard they're working uh, for a new life. Yeah, that's a very great point. This is one of my favorite questions to ask professionals in the field. That's other lived experience um, that really goes into their work. What do you do for your own self-care? Well, at first, I, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't know, because right now I'm so busy that I'm like, mm. but I will say um, one of the things that I do love the most is I love plants. I love gardening. Um, I love Ooh. anything to do <laughs> with, you know, um, I know this is kind of tying my dad back in, but um, my dad loved plants as well. And I feel as though this is a part of me that gets to not only um, de-stress and it's a part of me that it's my self-care but it's also my moment of meditation um, connection and so I really use that as my way my outlet um, so I don't care sometimes some of my plants are overly plucked because <laughs> I just needed to like stress out moment um, but it's really that that's really kind of what I do I also like to spend a lot of time with my uh, my family um, uh, I also love to listen to music, all genres of music. It's it's my thing. And so if you walk in my office, typically you'll hear some music playing because I just can't handle silence. And so I love music. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, all genres. I love, you know, Mexican music especially. Um, so that's my thing. All right. You have a lot of good self-care going on. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Way more than I could ever think of. <laughs> well, Carla, I cannot thank you enough for willing to be on the podcast. Um, you're doing amazing work in the community and really helping individuals meet their own goals. So thank you again for being willing to come here and share your lived experience and talk about why you're doing the great work that you're doing. 
Well, I just appreciate you guys both, you know, um, opening this platform for me to be able to share. Um, I'm human too. Um, I don't expect perfection from anyone that we work with. Um, we just want them to be able to know that um, we want to help and support as many people as possible. And so if you know of someone um, or you are that person that just needs to be reached out to, that just needs someone to listen to, um, we want to help and support, right? It doesn't happen unless you reach out. We don't know what we don't know until we could hear from you. And so we want to be able to um, help as many people. Um, I know we always talk about, you know, one person at a time. And so it is one person at a time. I can't want this more than the people that we're working with. Um, we could only be that light. And we recently had um, a wonderful speaker come in to our community, Father Boyle. Um, he is in charge, one of the biggest gang-related um, outreaches in California. And he shared that. He shared, you know, we can't turn the light switch on for someone, but we could always be that light to guide them to that light switch. And so that's what we want to do. We want to continue to be that light switch, light switch to help them um, get to where they need to go. Again, beautiful. <laughs> but yes, um, you provide another pathway to recovery for others. So, thank you, cool. thank yes. you. Well, and we have some great collaborations um, with individuals. Um, I, I don't come in degreed. I come in as a migrant worker's daughter, and so when I share, and even when I'm at the jail, I come in as that person. And I want to give them hope. And I want to give their children's hope. And so what inspires me with that is that if I'm helping the parent, I'm ultimately helping the child who eventually could have that opportunity um, for their life as well. Oh, that's awesome. That's, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Very much. Okay. Well, if. Don't Anyone cry, Brooke. Don't I cry. know. We're good. <laughs> I told you it was like, it's very beautiful, as I keep saying. So, yeah, not good words on that one, but no. Um, so, if Carla, if anyone needs to get a hold of you um, about your program, what's a good email for them? Um, a good email would be um, if you just reach out to admin at welcome to a new life.org, or you could actually call 419 455 6082. Uh, the beauty of the way the world is today, everyone loves to text. And so if you would feel more comfortable texting that number, 419-455-6082, feel free to text it. We'll get back with you. Um, and then that way we could schedule a time to meet. Okay. Awesome. Well, there it is. Thank you again. Thank you, Carla. It's been a joy having you on. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. You have been listening to the I Am Somebody podcast. If you are in a mental health crisis, call the Suicide and Crisis Hotline at 988. You can also connect with a crisis counselor by texting HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. In Hancock County, Ohio, you can call the crisis line at 888-936-7116. For Hancock County, Ohio residents, you can contact Focus Recovering Wellness Community at 419 423 5071. NAMI, Hancock County, can be reached at 567-525-3435. LGBTQ plus support can be found at LGBTQ plus Spectrum of Finley by emailing contact at Spectrum of Finley, 
lgbt.org. Outside of Hancock County, use the internet to find local recovery community organizations or your local NAMI chapter. LGBTQ plus youth can call the Trevor Hotline for support at 866-488-7386. If you are a victim of domestic violence, call 800-799-7233 or the Open Arms Hotline at 419-422-4766. If you are the victim of sexual assault, please call 800-656-4673. Marketing support was provided by Amber Keir of the Hysteria Company. I am your compare, Brooke Nissen. The song used is a Walk in the Light by Zach Fletcher and is used under permission of the copyright holder. This podcast was made possible by the support of Associated Charities, the Finley Hancock Community Foundation, the Hancock County Board of Alcohol, Drug Addiction, and Mental Health Services, and donors like you. If you'd like to support this podcast, please visit our website at IamSomebodyPodcast.org. Thank you for listening. I am somebody.